Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Rowing Chat. This is the podcast for rowers all over the world about many different aspects of the sport. And today I've got an extremely special guest to welcome to the show, Khatem Kandil, who is right now talking to us from Egypt. And are you in Cairo, Khatem? Yes, from okay. Cairo. Um, we're currently in Cairo, exactly. Well, welcome to the podcast. You are officially my very first known Egyptian guest. Wow. Okay. Someone has to be the first. It's you. Yeah. Now, Khatem, tell the listeners a little bit about you and your personal background in rowing. Okay, I started rowing uh, in 1983 when I was almost uh, 14 years old or uh, 15 years old. Uh, I joined um, Arab Contractors uh, Rowing Team and I stayed rowing until uh, 1986 before I joined my uh, university, which was a military engineering school. So this is why I didn't manage to continue rowing when I joined that school because actually rowing was not part of the, uh, the sports were uh, practiced in that uh, those five years until I finished engineering. Uh, I won several uh, national uh, championships, first place rowing uh, in double, eight, and uh, joined many of the four uh, quad, uh, quad uh, boats. Uh, I continue rowing um, across the world. Uh, I left the army in 1985, sorry, 95. Uh, then I joined the company of Shlomo and Shlomo wherever I go, I was taking with me all the time my concept uh, to around the world. Uh, kept rowing at home uh, or any at any place I am, uh, I am at from uh, that time until I came back to, uh, to Egypt in 2008. I started thinking of throwing the, the Nile from Aswan to, um, to the Mediterranean, which is from the south of Egypt, from the borders almost of Sudan to, uh, to uh, the Mediterranean. That was 2000 and 2010. I started to prepare myself for that. However, uh, the plan was to, uh, to do uh, this uh, in 2011. 2011, Egypt was stable to do something like that. This is why uh, I deferred the plan. And actually, I got transferred from uh, Egypt to the U.S. in 2000, 2011. And I stayed into, in the U.S. until 2017. Uh, but during that time, I, I participated in many uh, either rowing events, online events and other, uh, what you call it, concept two uh, competitions. I won many of them, they took first place for, uh, anything was was long distance for 30 days or something like that, competition for 30 days or something like that, actually I took first place. Uh, <laughs> You're an endurance rower. That I enjoy the long distances more than uh, the uh, the fast ones now, especially that I'm a little bit fat and not fit. So uh, I use my weight to uh, to row stronger. Each each strong each stroke to be strong, uh, strong one, but not uh, the cadence or the frequency is not that high. 
So uh, I enjoy I enjoy sitting on the console two or the scale road uh, Techno Jam one uh, for hours. I have no problem to stay for five, four or five hours rowing. That's non-stop. Uh, I have no problem with that. Then I start to prepare myself again when I came back to Egypt 2018. And I said, okay, I will do my plan and I will go the Nile from Aswan to, uh, to the Mediterranean. Everyone was saying, okay, this is impossible. A 53 years old man is going to be rowing the Nile uh, from the south to the north of Egypt. Uh, by himself, that's impossible. Which made it actually more attractive for me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yes. Uh, when people say, okay, you can't do it, I feel like, okay, perfect, I love that. Because the expectation not uh, being able to do it, which is mean that, mean that, okay, that if I'm not going to be able to do it, which is okay, but if I did it, that means uh, I did it. Exactly, so, uh, much more achievement. So uh, when we planned, we start to plan to uh, to do it. I looked for sponsors uh, last year. No one were interested. Everyone was saying yes, it's a good idea. As soon as they know the age and they see that kid that I'm overweight a little bit, they were like, mm, no way, sorry, <laughs> wrong person. <laughs> Try to get us someone younger and uh, looks fit so uh, we can uh, rely on them. When I start to tell people, by the way, I can sit on the skiro uh, for four or five hours, sometimes I can go for 12 hours if I want, and they were like, that's okay. <laughs> you can't say that. No one can see that Kelly can do it. I said, okay, no worries. I planned to do it uh, last year. Uh, mm -hmm. 2021. So understanding the Nile, the Nile sometimes is very rough, not as people think. It's, uh, it's not that smooth uh, ride if you don't have the right boat for it. So I thought about having a coastal boat to, to roll. So I, I got my two uh, coastal boats and I start train, uh, my training to uh, to, uh, to go through the trip from us one. I started in first Jan, uh, June, uh, sorry, first June 2021 from us one. And it took me uh, about 23 days, includes five stops uh, at, uh, on the way to Cairo. Then from Cairo to uh, Mediterranean, it took me another uh, nine days. But due to the fact I lost three days in Cairo because the support, the support boat that was uh, 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 joining, the, sorry, uh, going with me through the, the Nile from Aswan was not able to continue the, uh, the north part of Egypt. So I lost three days in Cairo. And then I continued uh, on the 27th of June after arriving on 23rd. Then I start again on the 27th, arrive to uh, the Mediterranean on the 2nd of July. Wow. Uh, during this... So you did it. You have... yeah. You've rode the Nile. Yes. Actually, I attracted the, the attention of the uh, few ministers. One of them is the environment minister, and actually she uh, asked me to be the uh, ambassador for 
the uh, environment around the Nile uh, with her minister, um, with her minister, uh, ministry, minister, and they use. And actually, she met with me, and actually, she was congratulating me, and it was on the uh, newspaper and uh, TV and all these things. And people start to follow me around Cairo, uh, sorry, around Egypt and what I'm doing and uh, get a lot of uh, messages on my mobile supporting, saying, okay, you can do it. And actually my uh, age group, people who are very proud, everyone was saying, okay, he's our friend, <laughs> the one who did it. <laughs> and then okay. sponsors start to speak and he was saying, okay, they are, uh, there are a few sponsors this year is going to be, maybe it looks like they will, uh, it will support the journey. Last year, my objective from the journey was very uh, simple and straightforward. It's about the denial and the awareness about how to take care of denial and uh, also linking it to the health of the people. Actually, we uh, we managed to attract one company, which is a pharma company, to uh, to sponsor four mobile clinics to uh, to visit the villages, which is far from any support in the country. So they can do uh, medical checkups for the, the people there and register them in the uh, insured the medical uh, system in Egypt. That's fantastic. This year, th that's what we did uh, last year, which uh, I hope that, okay, that this year we're going to be more uh, social responsibility. I believe that, okay, that this event is not about only about the rowing, but about what will pull uh, around the social responsibility uh, to the people really far from any support. Uh, so hang on. You're, you're going to do it a second time. Did I hear correctly? Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. So you're going to row the Nile a second time, but yes. with a theme of, of social responsibility. Tell us a bit more about your focus there. Okay. We'll focus on three things. Number one, which is, uh, there was an oath for the uh, ancient Egyptians around about the Nile that uh, they were saying that, okay, that um, to be uh, an accepted Egyptian uh, from the ancient Egyptians and actually is part of the death uh, ceremony that uh, you need to, uh, to have the oath that you never polluted the Nile all your life. Never pollute the Nile. I think that sounds good. So, so we want to bring this again to life. Oh, so people okay. they they have the oath that okay that Egyptians uh, or everyone around the Nile across the uh, all the countries Sudan, Ethiopia, Uganda, whoever it is, they have the oath part of their uh, culture that never pollute the Nile. Okay. <clears throat> so. We want to do this, so uh, we believe that okay, that sport is, uh, I can say, it's a, a very gentle power to change the mindset of people and get them around one uh, objective without those political things. That's the first thing. <clears throat> the second thing is that we want to utilize and help the country uh, in Egypt utilizing the, the history, the ancient Egyptian history, uh, using new technology like the NFTs. Okay. And from the revenue that we will generate, 
the country will get uh, for sure uh, part uh, going to be a revenue share agreement to, to put in place with the, with the government. And at the same time, we use part of this revenue to support the coming events to spread the rowing across the Nile in Egypt. And if we can go beyond Egypt, that's what we, uh, we want. I managed in the last few weeks to convince the, uh, the governor of Swan, uh, which is the first uh, province. state in Egypt, province in Egypt uh, in the south, that to make the rowing is the national, the, the official sport of that province. Wow! Yes. <laughs> That's so, amazing. In the same time, uh, we have we are speaking to the UN women and we are speaking to other institutes in Egypt that we want to move, uh, support women and rowing. Okay. So. If we manage to do to do those three things, number one, if we have the oath back uh, to the culture that never do deny that okay, that's environmental uh, objective. So they're going to be uh, we want to push it in the schools and everywhere that Egyptians have uh, an oath which is never pollute the denial. If we're going to be supporting the uh, the, the, the tourism. Uh, in Egypt and using the NFT technology to generate revenue for the country and for ourselves as well to support our objectives. That's going to be another thing, which this is going to be one of the things that make it maybe going to be attracting uh, uh, international rowers to uh, to uh, to join the event this year and the coming years. Our plan is to make this event is uh, a yearly event that will take place uh, every year. Uh, our plan to have it around the uh, the New Year uh, time to make sure that people they have um, vacation uh, availability for them to, yes. uh, to come to Egypt. It will be after the Christmas, after the 25th of December. So also we make people enjoy their uh, their. Uh, celebrations at home with family uh, and after that if they want to come and celebrate the new year in Egypt with Nile uh, rowing that's something uh, which we will be doing. The uh, last thing is that um, this year we'll do the event twice. The coming one is going to be in May. Uh, in May. So we, uh, because last year I did it in June, this year we're going to be doing it in June. To say, hey, hey, by the way, this is going to be uh, uh, an event we're going to take, which is going to be taking place every year. Then uh, in December, it will be the yearly event that will take place from that point onward. And hopefully, that okay, that the Egyptian Growing Federation, what the World Growing Federation, uh, World Growing, uh, yeah. will will consider this as uh, an official event in yearly basis for a marathon, uh, a nine marathon rowing, and it will be linked to the uh, ancient Egyptian uh, history. Fantastic. So this, this is going to become an annual event where people from around the world can travel to Egypt and get involved alongside you and other local rowers from the Egypt area. Exactly. That's exactly That's what we that's the uh, the main thing which has made me last year uh, 
kickoff the uh, the, uh, the event to make sure that okay that uh, we will be able to uh, to make it uh, a yearly event. Last year, what we say that okay, that what I said to everyone that okay, that the pilot now uh, we managed to make to to have a successful pilot and the pilot mm -hmm. is already there uh, that people refer to it and even. Uh, there are people who are talking about they want to be sponsors about this event. This year, what we want to do is uh, two things, which is now put the event uh, on the map officially uh, by redoing it in May uh, myself again. So to show people that okay, here it is. I will try to pull uh, some of the uh, national team rowers uh, if I can pull oh, yeah. join me. Not. It's not all the way from Aswan to Rasulbar, but at least it's going to be joining for part of the journey. Uh, at the same time, uh, I'll try to get some of the masters uh, in Egypt. And we'll be open <coughs> to whoever as worldwide from master growers to, uh, to join in May. And then they will be ambassadors to the event in December. So May will be like uh, an international announcement about the event. Yes. That this event will be taking place every year. And it will not happen in May because May will be very hot for uh, us northern event. people. People who are not yes. used to the heat won't enjoy Egypt in May, no. Exactly. That's true. So uh, this is why we're saying that, okay, that if anyone will want, want to join in May, he, want, he can join or she can join. By just having an idea, not doesn't need to, to roll the whole distance or select some some of the uh, the, the parts of the uh, of the journey. Uh, but in in December, it will be a very clear plan. We want to uh, to to make it uh, two parts. One of them is from Aswan to uh, to Luxor, which will be the one focusing on the ancient Egyptian uh, history. Big time, and yep. whoever wants to continue until Cairo uh, from uh, from Luxor to Cairo, that's another path which is we will do. Uh, we will make sure that this person or uh, who uh, he or she is capable of doing it. So we also make sure that physically the person who's joining this uh, marathon is capable of doing it. Yes, yes, you've got you've got that's to be fit to do a rowing marathon. That's for sure. Exactly. Now, you've got some slides to talk a little bit more about the sort of itinerary if people are interested in getting involved. Yes. Do you want uh, actually, I would, I would like Ayman to be the one who's talking about it more. Ayman is uh, more uh, uh, sophisticated than me when it comes to the ancient Egyptian. He reads a lot more than me. I love it, yes, for sure. But uh, I can compare myself to Ayman and other uh, other uh, team uh, members. Okay, that uh, they are uh, they they studied this uh, big time and they were uh, much more advanced than me. I am proud that I'm part of this civilization, but I'm not the right person to talk about it in details like other uh, team members. <laughs> Fair enough. So modern day history, Peter Hatem, Ayman. So I'm calling my. I'm calling myself is the train of the uh, of the uh, the convoy, but I'm not the uh, the important person behind all what's gonna happen next. Understood. <laughs> okay. So 
Hey, Eamon uh, Kamal is joining us now. You're the you're the historian for this project. Um, well, uh, let's put it this way: uh, I am the, the the detail guy. So uh, Hatem is the the brawn, and I'm the you know the for the want of a better word the the organizer and nitpicker. Brilliant. Now. <laughs> Talk to us about how pe what what people can expect. Well, so um, okay, I put up on the screen now. This is uh, Upper Egypt, uh, we, you know, and uh, the uh, Upper Egypt, as you can uh, see, is all desert except for the, the 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 colored strip in the middle. This is the Nile, uh, and so this is where Egypt always existed from way back when. I mean, we have, uh, you know, uh, from the prehistoric times, even the ancient Egyptian, uh, all the way to modern Egyptian, 95% uh, uh, of the 110 million Egyptians uh, live uh, on the shores or very close to the Nile. So it is crowded. It always has been. And what I have uh, highlighted here on this map is uh, are all the the, the uh, interesting places that um, that uh, are uh, within sight of the Nile. So as you are rowing, the idea being that this is a unique perspective. I mean, um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if anybody has watched uh, recently the uh, uh, Death on the Nile uh, movie. Yes, the movie, uh, I have. Which is uh, cinematic, let's put it this way. A lot of uh, artistic license. <laughs> uh, uh, but we will be offering a very unique perspective. You will see ancient Egypt and modern Egypt because they exist uh, very much uh, in close proximity to each other from the Nile level, right? Mm -hmm. So you will be... So uh, there are plenty of things. So, I mean, uh, uh, as you can see, each one of these pins represents a significant uh, monument uh, dating back from the old kingdom, you know, uh, uh, the time of the pyramid builders, uh, all the way uh, to uh, uh, the time of uh, Cleopatra and uh, Julius Caesar and, you know, all of these... Uh, um, historical events. So we will be rowing. I mean, if uh, uh, let me uh, put up another slide here. So if we start in Aswan, uh, this is uh, that's the high dam. Uh, this is uh, downstream of the high dam. So the high dam will be behind us. And all those felucas. There you go. Traditional boats. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we would uh, be, uh, the, 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 anybody who joins will be rowing uh, through the Nile uh, with these. There'll be uh, Hatem last year, uh, you know, he was uh, always challenged by all the local uh, kids in the, in the fishing boats. They would uh, challenge him and uh, row with him uh, for quite a bit. So... Uh, yeah, uh, people can uh, can expect uh, uh, some local uh, competition as they row uh, down the Nile. Um, 
So um, Hatem intends to, to start um, rowing from uh, uh, Abu Simbel, which is further upstream from this. So it is upstream of the high dam. Um, I don't know if anybody will want, I mean, the idea will be that people, uh, we are, uh, like Hatem said, we are recommending people join from Aswan to Luxor. And then uh, if they are really up for a challenge, they can continue from Luxor to Cairo. And along the way, as we go along the way, we have a, we have a detailed itinerary that we will put up on the event uh, website. Uh, but along the way, at every, uh, at every um, let's say, uh, significant um, place, uh, we will um, either um, row past it and, and then come back during a rest day to see it, or, uh, you know, there will be a possibility in, the, in their uh, rest period to have uh, a VR tour uh, or uh, visit a uh, museum or whatever. So at every stop, so there will be uh, either a tour or a museum to see, and uh, people will be able to do that. Fantastic. Also, on our uh, during the trip, uh, as the the event rose past a uh, a uh, a uh, you know significant monument, we will uh, either broadcast or uh, issue an NFT of related to the event uh, okay. or related to the to the position where we are. So you can expect that we will issue um, 27 or 30 uh, NFTs in, in conjunction with the uh, uh, Egyptian government to, uh, to mark the passage of the uh, event. Fantastic. All the way from Abu Simbel, all Abu Simbel, which is way down south, all the way up to uh, when we reach the Mediterranean. Um, wow. Wow. Yes. So that now, in a nutshell is, is, uh, is the activity, right? Um, and, and we will be uh, putting up on the, web, on the website that I uh, mentioned to you before, we will be putting up uh, you know, uh, all the uh, details. There will be a detailed itinerary. Uh, there will be uh, you know, uh, all the stops. And, and the plan is to do about, uh, about 50, between 30 to 50 kilometers a day of rowing. And, uh, and then every four or five days, there is a full day or even a multiple day stop. So like in Luxor, uh, people who are rowing, you know, row from Aswan to Luxor, when they reach Luxor, there will be a three day stop. Yeah. So they can take in all the sites and obviously rest and recuperate from the rowing. Fantastic. Now, I've put on the screen the website address for the event, which is facebook.com forward slash rowing full stop the stop Nile stop event. 
So if you search for Rowing the Nile event, and I will also put that URL into the show notes. So anyone who's interested can get in touch with Amen and Khatem via that website. Exactly. Now, you've said that the price is going to be approximately 5,000 US dollars. Is that right? This is roughly. This is not the final. Uh, this is not the final. Uh, hello? Hello. Yeah. Rebecca? Yes. So that's not the final this price. This is not the final. You... This is not the final price, but this is around the, the number we, uh, we think that, okay, that this will uh, uh, I don't know what's going on. It's fine. No, that's fine. And so if people so want to get involved, what... they have to get themselves to Egypt. And once they arrive in Egypt, you will look after them with everything. Exactly. Yes, we'll take care of them from the point that will, they will uh, step in Cairo until they uh, take their flight back home. Uh, that's the plan. So, uh, and you're going the, to be. Uh... Go ahead, please. You're going to be rowing in coastal boats. They're fours. Are they sweep fours or sculling? Uh, most probably going to be sculling. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, it's good to anticipate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, I haven't seen as um, coastal boats was uh, sweep. I didn't see that yet. But, no, I've never seen coastal boats as sweep. I was just checking, just showing my ignorance here. No. Or maybe you're testing me. <laughs> This sounds uh, like a most exciting project, and I'm fascinated by the tie-ins that you've done that are environmental and health, and of course the promotion of rowing as a sport and women in rowing as well. Uh, I will do my best to help you promote this, um, and we'll make sure that it gets shared online in as many places as I can find. Um, just a final reminder, if anyone would like to express interest, they should get in touch with you right now. Is that what you want? Yes, that would be perfect. At least we need to uh, to have a sense of the uh, participants, uh, number of people that they are interested in, something like that. Uh, so yes. if they show that interested to, uh, to join the kickoff of the event in May, uh, that would be good. Whoever is interested in the real event is going to take place in December uh, at the end of the year. That would be also good for us to understand the amount of people to prepare the boats, to make sure that, okay, that we know the, uh, the right crews that will take care of uh, everyone during the journey from Aswan, either to Luxor, if they will stop at Luxor and they say, okay, that's enough, or if we want to go all the way to Cairo. So to make sure that, okay, that we have a good planning around the uh, logistics of the uh, of the, uh, the journey fantastic any final words before we wrap up Khatem? the only thing is that we want to make sure that, okay, that uh, we want to use rowing uh, as a tool to uh, to connect people worldwide and we want them to come and visit the uh, 
the roots of the uh, rowing place, uh, rowing first, uh, 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 which took place in Egypt more than a thousand years ago. That would be like going back to the origins, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's exactly. Khatem Kandil, Ayman Kamal, it's been a delight to welcome both of you here on to Rowing Chat with your amazing Row the Nile project. I wish you both all the best, and I very much hope that uh, you'll be able to come back later and show us what happened when you succeed in rowing the Nile for the second time. Indeed, indeed we will. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rebecca. And actually, we wish to have you here in uh, May and December. Okay, I will. Uh, I should start training. I don't think I'm very good at marathon rowing, to be honest. Yes, but, but you know. if, if you even don't want to uh, to row, you can be more. We would be more than happy to have you as a guest for the event. Well, thank you. Maybe I can be a coxswain. I'm a bit. I would be a bit heavy, I think, but we'll see. <laughs> Okay. And all, right. to all our listeners, this has been Rowing Chat with a very adventurous and novel episode, certainly my first ever guests from Egypt. Please tell your friends and subscribe and leave us a remark or a comment because every little time that you tell someone else about Rowing Chat, it helps us to help you. Till next time. Bye bye.